0: He will ambush the enemy. I can hear the sound of the line of today. Hi, everyone. Welcome in to episode number 84 of the Building Up Podcast. I'm David McConnell. Thank you guys for being with us, as I say every week. If you are a first-time listener or maybe just a new listener to the podcast, welcome in. We would love to hear from you. If you've been listening for a little bit and you've never contacted us, we just encourage you to reach out. Uh, our email is buildingup at agapepension dot com, and we would just love to hear from you. Know that you're listening. Uh, out there, and if you have a topic or a question that you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, those are some of our favorite episodes where we receive input from those who are listening. And uh, so we'd love to hear from you and, um, and and send us something that we might be able to use for a future episode. For this episode number eighty-four, we're we're really kind of continuing the the line of thought from last week. We were looking last week at Psalm. Ninety-six, talking about singing a new song to the Lord. And and we're really looking at Psalm 96 uh, about how when uh, we have a new song in our heart, and we talked about the importance of daily fellowship with the Lord and being thankful for all that God has done for us, which leads us to every day be able to have a fresh and new thankfulness to Him. Uh, We're not just praising him for things that he's done years ago or weeks ago but every day we have a new song that we are ready to sing to him and, and we we kind of went through a progression about how that that thankfulness in our heart and that love for God in our heart leads us to blessing his name praying and and giving thanks to God in relationship with him for all that he has done as well as then, declaring his glory among the nations and and telling other people that we uh that we have an opportunity to speak to or that we make opportunities to speak to throughout our week telling them about how good God is and how the, the good works that he does for us and how he's rescued us sharing our testimony or or maybe just um sharing about God's good gifts I I was hiking this afternoon um on some trails near my home and and I uh, I passed someone who was also hiking and they had these leaves in their hand uh being the fall these multicolored leaves and I just remarked about you know them collecting the leaves how cool that was and and their comment back to me was yes isn't god's creation amazing you know that they they could have just said yeah, you know, I I have a leaf collection or yeah, I love the fall, but they they gave they gave honor to God for the beauty of the season. And so, you know, just changing our language isn't the the primary or only way that we point people to God. Ultimately, we want to be sharing with them our testimony and and the specific things that Jesus does for us, but, but but there are little things that we can do to just point people to Christ and the goodness of God. And so I think that was uh we we see that in psalm 96 and that that kind of helps us in thinking through um uh, you know how to see this psalm in our day-to-day life but one of the things i didn't get a chance to really talk about last week that i wanted to come back to is is really kind of staring us in our in our uh, in our face right here in psalm 96 and that is this this kind of command this exhortation to sing we we didn't really talk about that a lot last week but just the The tangible, practical, uh, very specific wording of as believers, we sing. (laughs) Like God is, God has designed us as human beings to have a song on our heart. People love music, right? Music's powerful. Uh, you probably know this depending on your age, but you know, I was, uh, I was really into a certain type of music when I was a teenager and uh, so late teens, early twenties. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't listened to some of those songs in years and years and years. But but it, if I hear it on the radio, it, it won't take me about five seconds of just hearing the opening, the tune of that song. And, and I can begin to, to sputter out the, the lyrics. And I, and I haven't heard that song in 20 years. Man, music's powerful, and 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 that's a gift that God's designed music. He's designed music to work that way in our life. It it gets into our heart. It teaches us. Um, it molds our thinking. And then at the same time, just when we're joyful, when we are in a good mood, uh, when we're happy, a lot of us, it's just song will come out. Now, for some of us, we may sing. Very privately, other people don't hear that from us. um we do that in the car or in in the privacy of our own home or what what have you. Others are much more transparent and they don't mind people hearing them, and so they'll just bust out in song but i but God's designed that, and i I believe when psalm ninety six tells us sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord all the earth, sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of His salvation from day to day and declare His glory among the nations. Like it's literal. We should sing. <laughs> we should be singing. And 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 I, I just wanted to make sure that I made that point. And I also wanted to exhort us as Christ followers. And this podcast is primarily about us growing in our faith and being built up in our Christian walk. I, I just want to talk for. Uh, a little bit about the importance of singing as a believer, in particular, the singing that is happening uh, among other Christians. And and so that, that may be in a small group that you go to or that you lead, Bible study you go to or lead, or a prayer meeting that you go to or lead, but then certainly also on Sunday mornings or Sunday evenings, whenever the the corporate church gathers and and all of the church are the singing songs together to the Lord, I just want us to think about how important that is. I um I was reading uh, from a website, the Gospel Coalition tonight, and uh, I was reading about a man named Isaac Watts. Isaac Watts was a hymn writer in the late sixteen hundreds um through early mid-seventeen hundreds. And uh he was a very well uh very prolific hymn writer, wrote um hymns that have been sung for years and years, including When I Survey The Wondrous Cross. And uh but I was reading a little bit about Isaac Watts and his story uh because this got brought up in a immense Bible study that I was in. And uh so it, it kind of got me interested. But I'll read you just a little bit of this article from the Gospel Coalition about Isaac Watts. It says that Watts grew up in a world where the music in every worship service consisted only of psalms or sections of Scripture put to music. Watts found the practice monotonous. To him, there was a lack of joy and emotion among the congregants as they sang. He once famously said, "...to see the dull indifference." The negligent and thoughtless air that sits upon the faces of a whole assembly while the psalm is upon their lips might even tempt a charitable observer to suspect the sincerity or the fervency of their inward religion. Now, Isaac Watts' father issued him a challenge. He told Watts, If you struggle with the songs we sing so much, you should do something about it. Maybe you should attempt to write something different. And that was the moment that set Watts on a lifelong pursuit to write lyrics that exalted Christ and reminded Christians of their hope in his saving work on the cross. The desire is evident in the way way that Watts wrote Joy to the World. Watts was inspired to write the timeless tune while meditating on Psalm 98. Verse 4, in particular, gripped him. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. And this is exactly what Watts set out to do. Little did he know that this song would spark a joyful noise that would ring throughout the ages. That's the story behind the that Christmas hymn, Joy to the World, which, by the way, Watts didn't write it as a Christmas hymn. He wrote it as a meditation on Psalm 98. But think about what he sings. Psalm 96 tells us, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name Imagine a congregation of people, a small group of people gathered together and they're singing songs but there's there's no joy. There's no joy on their faces, there's no joy in their heart. Where where Psalm 96 says declare his glory among the nations. Maybe we're 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 to be singing to declare his glory to anyone who is in that room, to anyone who's listening. It maybe there's no joy as we do it. We're just going through the motions. We're singing lyrics that are on a screen. We're not thinking about what we're doing. And, uh, and, and that moved Isaac Watts to, to, to write Christ exalting words. And I, I think that should move us to think about how we engage in corporate singing. First of all, that we should, like church, we should be singing together. And I would encourage you, if you lead a Bible study, if you lead a prayer meeting, you know, I know that opening the Word and reading Scripture and studying the Bible; those are things that that are pretty common. But but maybe singing, you know, singing together as a group. Um, I've been in some prayer meetings where uh, you know our worship leader is there and 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 we're having a prayer meeting that is uh, it's small and it's before our service on a Sunday morning, and and all of a sudden he will just start singing a song. And and it does something to the people in the room. It engages their hearts as he's singing, and as we're praying together. Music is powerful, and and so we should do it. And there should be a joy in us. And I think this goes back to that daily relationship and fellowship we have with the Lord when we come together with other believers on a Sunday, uh, or or whatever day it may be. You know, if, if we've been spending time with God and thankful to Him throughout our week and praying and spending time with Him, then we're ready with that new song that is on our heart to declare, to declare His glory. And, and we want to be in, in a place. We want our churches to be filled with joyful singers, singing joyfully to the Lord for all that He has done. And, and we don't just sing to tell of His glory. Colossians 3.16 gives an instruction to the church. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. So there again, we're told to sing with thankfulness, with joy But we're also told, the connection is made in verse 16, that singing is a way of teaching and admonishing one another. You know, I've been in a situation where after a Sunday service, we've sung some songs and someone would come up to me and say, Hey, you know what? That was a new song we did today. What did that line mean? Or what did that word mean? But also, you know, parents with children talking about the songs that you sing in your church and and going over those lyrics they're going to remember those songs it's going to be in their heart in their mind and and but helping them understand why they're saying the words they're saying why they're singing the things that they're singing it's a great way of teaching one another now i didn't mean for this podcast episode to be a holistic uh theological uh teaching on singing in the church so so please don't think that the, the few remarks i've made is the uh, the holistic teaching on singing uh as a corporate body it's not but i do just want to end exhorting us to a few things based on uh psalm 96 based on colossians 3:16 6, based on this idea that singing is a powerful tool of the lord to declare his glory to express our thankfulness and to teach and admonish one another uh first of all church gather gather together. We're in a time and a period where, you know, that the so many people are not gathering in person um and 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 I realize there you know for some health reasons there's been concerns and all of that uh, and I'm not belittling that. I've talked about it on other episodes, but we need to be in corporate worship together. you know it, you can't hear the singing of your other brothers and sisters in Christ at home. Like if you can, there, there's a need to be, if you're physically able. there's a need to be in a corporate gathering singing to uh, singing to the Lord in the presence of other Christians. So gather together and then I would encourage you when you do gather together, like give it your all, sing. Learn the songs at home. Like our, our church at Agape, we every week we send out the playlist for the week. We send out um, so, uh, video links so people can go and they can learn the songs ahead of time if it's a new song that we're doing. But if you learn those songs and you're singing them on your own, then when you come together with other Christians, you're ready. You know, Because you don't even have to necessarily be looking at the words on the screen because eventually you've learned them. So be ready to sing and sing out. Don't worry about what you sound like, but be expressive in worship. If it's raising your hand, if it's, uh, if it's clapping, if, if it's just singing out. And I realize that, you know, some of us, we've grown up differently and, and maybe we went to churches where we, it was more subtle or, uh, you know, more quiet. But I do think there's a place for us to be expressive in worship. And I, I, you can do that as a show where it's not sincere and I'm not encouraging you to that, but I am encouraging you to, to sing out to the Lord and to be expressive to the Lord, um, from a sincere heart. And, and, and as you do that, you're going to encourage people around you and people around you they're they're going to encourage you as they sing. I think it's just an important thing for us to do um as, as a church uh, in those corporate gatherings. So I, if you're not making that part of your regular routine, please do so. If you're at Agape or or wherever you are, if you if you go regularly to corporate worship, I just encourage you to do the things that are necessary so you can be ready to express thankfulness to God and help encourage other believers in the singing of songs. Pay attention to that time. Be serious about that time, because it is a time of ministry in the church. Thank you guys for listening today. I hope this has been helpful to exhort and encourage you in some way. Until next time, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app.